Smash cut. A technique in film where one scene abruptly cuts to another without transition. Much like a typical conversation with me and my friends when discussing film, television, music, video games, or anything else that happens to come up. This is the idea behind the show, Smash Cuts. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Smash Cuts. I'm Rich Caban. With me is Jacqueline Kimmick. Hello. And we are here in the new year of 2021. Yes. With uh, new new content and uh, new news and new new uh, a lot of new shows and new movies and a lot of upcoming. Yes. I mean, as different as the world is, everything is. Uh, there's still new things to to there partake. Are- there's a lot to talk about that's not entertainment related, but since we are focused on entertainment, <laughs> yes, yeah, we're gonna bypass those things. Uh, and and there's actually a ton of content to talk about. Like you said, oh my gosh, so many things came out or are just about to come out. Mm-hmm. I know I've watched a lot. Um, let's start. Let's start with the positive. What's something that you saw recently that you really loved? Uh, let me, uh, let me think. Um, uh, let me, yeah. really <laughs> let me, let me, uh, there. well, let's see. I finished season seven of Cobra Kai, uh, season seven. Season Listen seven. to me. Wow. Season you three. got the advanced copy. <laughs> yeah. I went to the future. I saw how it ends. Ew. So oh season seven. Now, I saw, I saw season three of Cobra Kai and, yes, uh, me too. That was great. That was a lot of fun. Um, a lot more fun than it had any right to be because. You know, it was one of those uh, shows that I didn't ex- really expect. I, I expected to just watch the first 10 minutes when I first started it of the first season. You know, I said, I'll oh, we'll take a look at what this looks like. But yeah. sounds like it sounds dumb. But I, I don't know what it was when I started it. I didn't I didn't know how involved Ralph Macchio was. Like, I thought it was just going to be everything from Johnny's point of view. And then Ralph Macchio was going to make a cameo or something. Mm-hmm. But that's far. I mean, this is. This oh, is basically a, a, a sequel. story of the two of them for sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this this is a, you know the, it wasn't sold as a Karate Kid sequel. It was just kind of I almost thought it was like a parody when I first saw, heard of it. Mm-hmm. But but um, it's turned into and again this it's not Shakespeare. You know, it's very very corny sometimes and yes, and but melodramatic, but in, in an intentional way yeah. that works instead mm-hmm. of being cringy. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And all oh. the characters are, are, are really, even though a lot of the stereotypes, they're, yeah. you know, you like them all. You know, mm-hmm. um, uh, you definitely like Johnny a lot more than I ever did in oh any God, of the he's movies. He's so great. He's yeah. so great. What yeah. a surprise. Yeah. No, yeah. definitely. That shows a gem. I really, I highly recommend it to anybody who hasn't given it a chance yet. And the nice thing too is I've enjoyed all three seasons. It hasn't had like a really, strong start and then like i'm just hanging out you know mm-hmm. it, it's been really um captivating the whole storyline through and even this last season which incorporated a lot of the karate kid 2 stuff i barely remembered that movie and the way that they approached everything and the way that they tie in the flashbacks in such a natural way really brings you back to who's important, why that person's important, what happened there. And you're just in that moment of like, Oh yeah. Oh my God. You know, (laughs) how cool. And I know you had mentioned to me earlier that you liked how they addressed Elizabeth shoes character. Yeah. The breakup. um, Yeah. Cause they really gave a different, perspective because because in the Mm -hmm. the beginning of the second one 
you really didn't like Elizabeth Shue after everything you went through with in the first mm-hmm. one with her character and that you liked her. She, suddenly she broke up with with uh, uh, Ralph Macchio's character, but they, they never showed it. He just talked about it. And she even wrecked his car. And so the fact that they addressed that in this in the season three um, with Elizabeth Shue back, it definitely gave you a different perspective on that. And uh, yeah. you felt better about things, you know, as, as silly as that sounds. And even even the, the the characters from Japan, you know, like, I, you know, I never would have expected to see any of them again. So mm-hmm. uh, it was interesting the way they brought them back. And they were, and I also love the the use of the flashbacks. It's very um, mm-hmm. it it helps. You know, it's it you don't you know it doesn't bother you that that they're doing that. I there was another you know it, another episode that I don't think we got to talk about too is when Johnny met up with his um with his old the buddies from the from the Cobra Kai, mm-hmm. um and they from were the two? yeah from season two and it was so. It's like a, the sad part is, is that the guy who was sick in the episode, I guess he really did pass away. Yeah. Um, but and he he had passed away, I guess last in November, last November. Um, but uh, it had this had to have been a joke because the last shot of him is going into a body bag, and the first and one of the mem- most memorable lines that he says in the original movies is, "Get him a body bag, yeah." You know, like that's. That's his big line in, in Karate Kid. That's and so, so funny because I who remembers that but you? Yeah. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> oh my god, that's well. He I even saw there was like a, an interview where he was talking about. He said the amount of times a day people run up to him, although I'm surprised really? anyone recognizes him and says, really? "Get him a body bag, yeah." Oh my god, that's so funny. Well, I mean, honestly though, it's really because I have not seen the movie in so long. I yeah. there. If I watched it now, most of what I remember is going to be from these flashbacks. You know? Yeah, <laughs> you I know. know. So I just don't remember that. That's so funny. Yeah, I mean they've even referenced the third one, which was not really that popular. They haven't mentioned the the fourth one, which was the uh, the um, what's her name, um, Hillary Swank one. Mm-hmm. If they figure out a way to put that in, I'm like they get the Oscar or the Emmy for. Uh, maybe <laughs> because, she's a fan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe she's a fan and wants to be involved somehow. <laughs> yeah. I could almost say, yeah, I mean, that it, it looked like Elizabeth, watching Elizabeth Shue on the on the show, it looked like she was having fun, like she probably had been watching it, you know? Yeah, um, I think so too. But yeah, it's it's a good show. It's definitely worth, I mean, again, it's not, you, you know, we're not, it's not changing the world, but, and it is ridiculous the amount of, I mean, some of the karate fights in this, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like the, the big fight in the high school where, you know, every, I mean, I think every, every, uh, teacher just stood by and watched, like, no, no security, no anything, you know, yeah. and they're just, you know, and then this was like Buffy style fighting in the high school or even, uh, <laughs> even what just happened in Daniel LaRusso's house, you know, where, where the kids, the, the kid threw another kid through a window, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, it was ridiculous. I mean, he could have killed, I was like, yeah. what? I, I thought at first it, he man. threw a, a, a bricks or something, but no, he threw he threw the kid who went outside to check on what noise. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I will say um, before we move on, this season, season three, you get a young John Kreese. Not what is his name, John? Oh Kreese? yeah, yeah. Kreese? Yep. Or whatever the the older karate master was that was like the villain. Yeah. And um, 
whoever that actor was at first when he first was working at like a diner or something the first couple shots of him I'm like eh, okay I don't see it but when you see him outside of the diner and then you see him in the military and everything he does some like his mouth and his smile I'm like oh no that was perfect casting it looks yeah. just like him young oh my god yeah it was so funny. I was like, "Wow, yeah, that was really good." And and uh, and it's funny because his scenes are really interesting and emotional when he's younger, mm-hmm. but it kind of pisses you off too because you're like, "I don't want to feel bad for this guy. Like, I mm-hmm. hate this guy." You know what I mean? Like he's, but at the same time, it's interesting to see his story. Well, that's you know? kind of how you felt about Johnny when the the whole season started, right? Yeah, yeah. Like Johnny was the villain. He was yeah. the asshole kid. You know. I know. And, and now you're rooting him for him. The more most than... likable, aside from Daniel LaRusso's wife, whom is my favorite character, <laughs> I think I mentioned before. Yeah. Uh, she's so great and down to earth, and I feel very represented by her as someone who's just like, her thought isn't, oh, well, you gotta, you know, you gotta go do this and do that and do that. You're like, and she's like, no, you gotta, let's, let's call the police. You know, yeah, like, yeah, let's, exactly. let's call the authorities. And then the show does work around why they can't do that or why that didn't work or whatever. But yeah. at least you have a character that's just like, okay, but we could also. <laughs> I know. Well, it's funny because it's like the, the logic, cops. the logic of the show is no, no, we can't do that mm-hmm. because this is what happens in this fantasy world. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> like this but i'm a realist you know like that's that's the that character so that yeah, yeah. No, she's really good in the show i, I love her she's and the, the kids are fine too like i, I the one the yeah, the daughter is, is okay um the other girl she's, she's so cast like right out of like the villain school like she's yeah. you know all she's missing is like the uh uh you know uh the evil henchman like uh, Leotard or something like that. Like that's the only, because I mean, my God, they made her so like, you yeah. Know, I don't want to say unlikable, but that she's just, you know, I can't see how you redeem that character at the end of the season, you know? Yeah. But, but yeah, no, but it was good stuff. I, uh, I, I highly, highly recommend uh, yeah. Cobra Kai for anyone who hasn't. Even if you're not a fan of Karate Kid, I think I think you could almost yeah, I think enjoy it. You don't it. even need to worry about. I mean, obviously, if you remember, if you've seen it when you were younger, that helps because mm-hmm. you do have a little bit of nostalgia for it. But it does a really good job of being a self-contained film or, or uh, series. Yeah, and I had no idea I wanted this show. That's what's yeah. that's what's amazes me. Like I, you know, it has no business being a show. So, <laughs> but the fact that it's a show and it's a good one, you know, that's, uh, that's, uh, it's, yeah, makes for, for happy viewing. So, and you, I breezed through those episodes. I'll say that. I was like, man. Well, because they're pretty short. I think they're a little longer than 30 minutes, but I mean, you're, you're, you're just in it. It's, they're not boring. It doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of fluff, Mm -hmm. you know? Yep. Yeah. It's good stuff. And, uh, yeah. Speaking of a whole lot of fluff, (laughs) Um, we should probably get to the, uh, movie that was released. The that big was release. The big Christmas release. Day. Yes, yes. On HBO Max. We were introduced to the world of Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. And I'd like to be unintroduced yes, uh, to this world. Yes. <laughs> I would like to rescind my invitation. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to, yeah, I, I'd like to go to the police station myself and form you know, you know, a funny? complaint. I on okay so the night before Christmas on Christmas Eve I called my mom and because I saw um I was trying to do something else nice for mom for um for the holiday but not be like 
an item. We're, we're big in our family on trying not to send too many items for Christmas. Mm -hmm. That's like something that you have to keep in your house or like make room for or something. So I was like, Oh my gosh, HBO max is having a special for like, you know, get a six month subscription for, you know, X amount of dollars. And I'm like, Oh, I'll do that for her. And then we can both watch Wonder Woman on Christmas <laughs> Day and have something to talk about. And especially with WB, um, you know, coming out with all these movies in 2021, I feel like it's a good time to have a subscription to HBO Max. Yeah. So we get that all set up the night before. And then on Christmas Day, we both watch Wonder Woman and we call each other afterwards. And we're both playing that little game of like, so... Yeah. <laughs> How did you like it? Because yeah. I don't want to step on anybody's opinion. Yeah. And so after a little bit of footsie like that, where we were both like, oh, I, not so much. No, we didn't like it. Eventually, we were both like, oh, my God, it was terrible. <laughs> I know. It was so bad. And I was afraid that you were going to like it. And I was going to have to, you know, <laughs> yeah, be nice about it. I know. It's like it's like finding out like something like uh, you, you don't want to know you don't want to know that somebody likes something that you just completely despised, you know, mm -hmm. because it's, it's not that you look differently on them, but it's just, then it makes you feel like, well, what's wrong with me? Did yeah. I, did I yeah, view it? And my best friend yeah. really loved it. Uh, well, I won't say really loved it, but liked it and uh, <laughs> definitely yeah. defended parts of it to me that I was just like, I mean, I guess I mean, I guess. Well, but... I, I feel like the world is finally coming around a little bit because I'm starting to see, you know, YouTube always has like a lot of reviews and stuff like that. And a lot of the reviews were, it would say things that would lead me to believe they felt the same way I did. And then they'd start talking about the movie and I'm like, no, they don't, the problems they have with the movie are not the same problems I have. They seem to just yeah. say, oh, this, this character was down, but overall, the, you know, and then it was, it was a big, uh, they loved it. I mean, uh, just, yeah. just, just to, my problem with the film um, is that it feels much like, uh, much like Steve Rogers. It feels very out of time, out of place because it doesn't feel yeah. like a movie that should have been made now. It feels like a movie that would have been made back in 1989, 1990. Um, it, it's very reminiscent of, for me, um, Batman Returns mm -hmm. with everything a lot about of it similarities there yeah i mean everything everything with christian wiggs character is almost a mirror image of michelle pfeiffer's character mm -hmm. uh everything with max lord looks just like the christopher walken max shrek mm -hmm. character um yeah. and uh uh some of some of the the leaps in logic like even the like not even like the physics of the way they do things with her character like the way that she jumps around and 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 like a, a big scene is she saves these two kids in the road who uh, a whole parade of, of villains right out of Raiders of the Lost Ark are, are <laughs> shooting and attacking. And, and she even does like that move going under the truck. And Diana sees two kids who, who must be deaf run out into the street playing ball. <laughs> because they can't hear this yeah, they, entire caravan coming yeah, at them. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. There's like party clowns, you know. And so they run out. So Diana grabs the two kids, right? And at this point, uh, we haven't gotten too much into the story, but Diana's losing her powers because of, of a convoluted wish that uh, somebody accidentally made on this dreamstone. So they want it, they're going to end up being 
they're taking her power essentially. So she she saves the kids, but mid save she falls down and lands on the kids' faces. Both of them, all three of them, land straight down on the ground, face first. Then she rolls around, and it's clear that the kids are dead. If you ask me, I mean they're not, but they right. should have been. Right, you know, physics because, should dictate that they have died. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, uh, um. Pablo, um, I was going to say Pablo Guzman. That's his name. Um, uh, what's his, what's, what's, um, Mandalorian? Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. His, <laughs> I don't even know who Pablo Guzman. <laughs> I think that's, <laughs> I think that's somebody I know. <laughs> Shout out to Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, he was not in the movie. Um, <laughs> Anyway, he, uh, his character was so over the top. Um, his, his only goal in this film is, is he wants the wishing stone, the dream stone, the dream rock, whatever it is, just so that he can become the rock himself. And it's a, it's a very empty motive, but it doesn't, it, none of it rings true. None of it, there's no real payoff for his character. Yeah. Uh, every everything about it just feels very uh, outdated, you know. And I know this movie takes place in the '80s. Not that it does anything to really point that out, except for some the wardrobe choices. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But even so, you know, I mean, I, I and and Kristen Wiig, with, who's a great actress, is just miscast in this. Um, yeah. She doesn't play. Uh, she doesn't have a lot to do because I, I can't blame her. I just feel like the script yeah. didn't give her a lot to do. That's, I mean, that's really most of it is that I love everybody in this movie. I love every single person that is in there, but I do not love their characters or performances. And I don't think it's their fault. Like I, I know some people are, um, you know, going after certain people for their roles. And I'm like, I don't know that that's actually on them. I feel like, if that's the direction that they were given, and obviously it's being edited edited together in a way that makes me think the director was looking for those types of performances from mm. them. Otherwise, you know, it would have been a very different tone to the film. Um, it doesn't, to me, feel like it's the same director. Like, it doesn't feel like Patty Jenkins. It didn't no. feel like it was a consistent through line, which we were so excited about when she got... That when we got the news that she was on for Wonder Woman 2, we were all so excited about that because I did really like the first Wonder Woman, even though even that film I can pick apart. I think it is head and shoulders above this one. I actually have um I have a problem, too, with this one borrowing so heavily from itself in the first one. And I didn't yeah. like the fact that. The first film, which was successful and I did enjoy, had her as the fish out of water because she's like, you know, in the world of man and he's showing her around and then there's a fashion show. And now it's his turn in the 80s and she's showing yeah. him around and he's the fish out of water. Um, not to mention, I actually don't mind the, the wishing stone um, being the main thing. That seems like a very comic book thing. It seems very in tune with a Wonder Woman storyline. Um, I do think they missed the opportunity of telling us what God made that stone. They kind of reference it, but never actually tell us any history or backstory or why does Max Lord even know about the stone? Yeah. I mean, any of that kind of stuff is just a complete, you know, loss. But I also really don't like the, um, the idea that 
Steve is now in someone else's body, takes mm-hmm. over someone else's body, and almost immediately that's just like forgotten about entirely. Like it doesn't matter. This person doesn't matter. Their life didn't matter more than yeah. Steve's. Um, she has sex with him, you know, obviously, mm-hmm. which, you know, that's a big whole thing about consent that is uh, problematic to say the least. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's, and almost like winks about it at the end when she sees him, she sees this guy after Steve is no longer occupying his body. And it's almost like, Oh God, that, it makes it even worse to like, you know, cringy be like, oh, hey, I remember when I was taking yeah. advantage of you and you didn't know it in your <laughs> unconscious limbo state or however. We don't even know where he went. You know? But <laughs> you yeah, know? it's like the attitude is like, yeah, but I'm Wonder Woman. So every man will just be happy about yeah, this. They no, can care that's less. not how that works. It doesn't matter if he's the fiance or if he's yeah. you know, gay or if he's anything. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter. His life, you know, is inconsequential. Exactly. Whatever. Yeah, he could be asexual. It doesn't matter. He, yeah, could be, yeah. he could be genuinely attracted to her and want and be happy about it. But the fact that he has no say makes yeah. it really a huge issue and coming from a wonder woman movie it just seems like why would this be it when you're talking about a magical stone why wouldn't you just have steve materialize Mm -hmm. why even have him take over somebody else's body why make that choice i still say they could have easily he could have just popped up into thin air and be himself yeah The, the, the stone would have grabbed him from right before the explosion happened and then he's yes. here. He is. You know that, what I mean? He's he's here in the in the eighties. You had um, mentioned to me to me that before, and that was such a better idea because it pulled him out of time because we didn't see him die. We just yeah. saw the plane explode. And then you had also mentioned that would mean her turning him back over would mean that she has to return him to his death. Yeah, to the exploding plane. Yeah, which would make it even more of an emotional impact and and really. I, I agree, man. That was such a brilliant idea from you. I really, I feel like, man, what a yeah, missed that, opportunity. Yeah, I don't know why, because the 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 body swapping thing does not make any sense Mm-mm. with anything. Like just to just to bring that in for no reason, if unless it's a nod to, hey, maybe remember in the eighties or all these body swapping movies, like. You know, now we're now yeah, this but is then one. They but they played that up more too. Yeah. Like they could have I mean, I don't know. If that's what they were genuinely doing, it got lost in translation yeah. there, you know. And also, I mean, you know, for all we know, that and if they switch bodies, that means that guy was in Steve's body and the last thing going through his mind is, I'm burning you know, right? like <laughs> you know yeah, that's I, not yeah, great for him, no, you know. Not cool. Um yeah. the 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 visual choices of Cheetah I did not care for. I understand the themes of her losing her warmth and her humanity. So they kept getting her colors becoming that like honey blonde (laughs) that she is at the beginning of the film to more of like a platinum blonde white. So that when she's at the end, she's like that white color, but it's almost like she's not even recognizable as cheetah and the visual design other than color for the cheetah CG makes her look more like Chitara from Thundercats Mm -hmm. than cheetah. Like the way that her hair is and the way that her face and neck are kind of smooth and everything. I mean, it just, it was a very confusing choice all around. And as much as I do, I adore Pedro Pascal and I, 
I, I even said to my mom before watching this, I was like, I wish somebody else was that part, not because he's not a good actor, but because I know I'm not going to like that character and he's yeah. going to make me not, you know, I don't want to not like him, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I just, I didn't, I didn't care for Max Lord at all in this film and I didn't really feel a strong connection to him. And I didn't really even feel that strong connection that they were trying to portray with him and his child. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't care about his child. What cracks me up is he sends his child to, to, to wait in his office. Yeah. And his child waits in the office for, I don't know, must be days because suddenly he's like, Oh, wait a minute. I got to get out of here. And now he's in the middle of the highway, like on the, on the one Oh one walking. There's, (laughs) Yeah, there's like one or two short scenes, short, short moments where it's like, I'm doing this all for you. I want to make you proud of me and all this different stuff. So I understand that they tried to portray the motivation there. I get that it was there. But then they spent 90% of the time that they had spent together with him either complaining about, oh, Alistair again, he's here already and just wait over there and whatever. And so I know. that friggin' know, kid, the friggin' yeah. kid here, like that's everything. And I know a lot of that said. is supposed to be the stone impacting him, right? <clears throat> like you know, no. he's becoming that power card. But I feel like there wasn't enough strength to begin with, with that bond showing that mm-hmm. bond to like, I don't know, to to really justify all of a sudden at the end when he's like Alistair and running out. I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't buy that flip. That was just a necessary tool that you used that you pulled at the last moment. Yeah. And I get the overarching theme for Wonder Woman is a love story and it's always going to be a reflection of humanity. Uh, you know, and it, it, the fact that the, the, it was so heavy handed though, like at the very beginning, everything with little Diana was like, no, she couldn't win because it wasn't true. And yeah. they said the word true or truth like 20 billion times in the first five seconds. So you, you immediately know the plot of the whole movie just from watching the trailer. Cause you're like, Oh, okay. Well, obviously Steve's not going to stick around cause that's not true. Yeah, so she's yeah. going to have to like face that and come to terms with it to overcome something, which is exactly what happens. And it's even kind that's of like a, a bit saccharine. And, that's like a leap too. Cause it's like, you know, you really got to work hard to make that connection because yeah. at the end of the movie, you, you, you're, you're still left with what's the point of this? Because yeah. the other the other thing too, because if it's about people shouldn't lie, well, of course not, you know. But the but the the other problem with it too is Diana really is not the focus of this movie at all. Mm. You know, I know we still know nothing about her. You know, we learn nothing. Yeah. The where the movie starts and ends with her, that's all we know about her. All the only thing that changes for us with her is what we saw happen to her in the movie. That's but I don't true. know where she is. I don't yeah. know how she got, we got there. We got nothing of her history. We got nothing of the time that she's been out of Themyscira. Themyscira. Yeah. I forget if there's an eye in there or not. I don't know. And then they, and we kind of see pictures of her and, and the, the older lady, but which I guess they kept in touch. And I guess she went on missions, but it's not like it's ever mentioned like, you know, I was still traveling yeah. around with the mm-hmm. howling, you know, guy. Yeah, you barely see her apartment or anything. You're mainly in, you know, the random guy that Steve takes over his apartment. Yeah, yeah we know um, about, we know more about him than we do about Diana. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. <clears throat> and again, she's very friendly and approachable. When when they have the little meet cute for her and uh, Cheetah, you know, yeah. she's very kind and approachable, and yet they make it seem like there is absolutely no other connection in her life whatsoever. Not a friend, not a girlfriend, boyfriend, nothing, you know, not, it's just 
um, Cheetah, and yeah. that's and, and Steve, and that's it. And I'm like, well, that's not realistic either. And I know one of the things that you had brought up, and we need to get off of this, but we will mention it because it was very heavy-handed in the film and seemed so dated, not in a cool 80s way, but just in a cheesy, almost misogynistic way where – um, the heels being oh, such yeah. a huge focus and such a sign of uh, feminine power and strength. And I know that you can take it that way. I, I can see where somebody could defend that. But she, they run into each other. Diana's wearing these leopard print heels or cheetah print heels or whatever. And then that just becomes the focal point of the whole thing. And then 20 million jokes or references back to heels. And, oh, I can't walk in heels. And, oh, my God, now I can. You know, like, oh, yeah. my God you must really know what you're doing in those heels or whatever. And who talks like that? Because I, to be honest, oh I, my God. Like I obviously I don't wear heels and I never have, but yeah. uh, I, I'm, you know, I never really thought much about the balancing act that it takes to wear them, you know? Well, it does. I but, mean, it, when yeah. you're, especially with the types of heels that they were wearing there, but yeah, exactly. But it's but still just I, felt it's not weird. like I would look at that, that and say, oh, she's now she's walking while in heels. Oh, she really has changed. She has Diana's power. Like I'm never <laughs> going to go there. You know what I mean? Right. That, well, and, and the, just the amount deal. of time that they spent on that. I mean, they brought it back like three times. Yeah. You know. I would think that there'd be something more interesting, like you know, yeah. showing more more brute strength by accident. Like even that scene where where if she, she knocked into somebody, the, the door, yeah, yeah, yeah takes yeah, up yeah. the door. Or but he, he, if you know, like that's more more interesting to say oh you know to notice that she's changing rather than she notices that she can walk better in heels <laughs> mm-hmm. you know it's so I ridiculous agree. she got the power of talent of balancing like i i yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't get that but and and one last thing i'll say about the film is is uh, uh and i think i mentioned this to you before this this definitely feels like a script that was the first draft and never went past that Yes. Um, that it's just, you know, yeah. they wrote, they wrote the it, script while they were filming it. You know, it yes. doesn't, it doesn't feel like it, nothing makes cohesive sense. Cause a lot of these problems that you, that you mentioned are, you know, when you're first writing an outline for a story, you kind of just write it and then you go back in and you fix well, Okay. Well, how does this connect? Cause sometimes you don't even have that connection there because you're like, well, I need to get here and I know I'll get here. I'll figure that out later. This feels like they said, I need to get here. Uh, I'll let the audience put that together. I'm not going to bother fixing yeah. that. It definitely feels very much like almost one of those like project green light. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. You know, you win writing the script for the new wonder woman, 1984. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I think could... that you had mentioned before that, um, uh, Patty Jenkins, this was her first time writing a script. Yeah. This was so her first not time surprising. writing her script. And I know they had other writers on it, but, um, I don't know what they did, but they clearly they didn't enhance this film because again, this, this, this is a very amateur film. Yeah. It, it doesn't feel like a film to me. It feels like I, I don't even, it reminds me, you know, I hate to even make that comparison, but if you ever saw that Catwoman movie with Halle Berry, oh, it, yeah, this yeah. is not far, not far off at all. Yeah. You know, that movie was so ridiculous. And yeah, the only difference. Close. The only difference I would say <clears throat> is that Diana's character, even though there was no character development in it, you know, uh, you know, and, and I did take issue. I, I didn't mention this earlier, but I did take issue with 
the same kind of like her power being taken away from her. Um, Not that she's being depowered by the stone, because I understand that's just a device in storytelling and whatever. But much like the first film at the end, she's in this situation where she's acting super like, oh, I can't, I can't do it, you yeah, know, and very yeah. like, oh my God. And it's almost like a little bit too dramatic and mm-hmm. too like, no, you're Wonder Woman. And yes, it's okay to be vulnerable and to portray vulnerability. That's not my issue. It's just the way that they did it was, did, did not seem to, to strike me in a positive way. But yeah. I will say that her as an actress, I feel like, delivered a very consistent portrayal of Diana. She did definitely seem like the same Wonder Woman mm-hmm. that we saw in the first movie and in any of the other DC <coughs> films. Yeah, they, they just didn't give her anything to do in this, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, they, exactly. They just didn't give her anything to do. It's kind of like what happened to Michael Keaton in the Batman movies. You know, they didn't mm-hmm. give him anything to do, really. really. Like, in the first one, he kind of was there. In the second one, he was just a prop. You know, he didn't really get to do much. Yeah. With with that character, and, which that I'm kind of excited about. Uh, there was some weird Batman news that came out and, and it was but they backtracked it. First, they said, you know, there's three different Batman movies coming out, which which is true. There's the Robert Patterson movie. Mm-hmm. There's the Flash movie where Batman supposedly is in it, played by Michael Keaton and possibly Ben Affleck. And then there's the. um the Batman TV series on HBO Max uh, starring Ben Affleck. Um, oh, I didn't, but, see, I didn't hear that last one. But then there was another comment that the uh, that the executive made at Warner Brothers where he said, but really the focus is going to be Michael Keaton as our Batman. He's going to be the one carrying things forward. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, what did that mean? And then he said something like, well, there's going to be another movie. There's going to be this. But then he backtracked it the next day and goes, oh, I didn't mean mean what I said, but I I don't That's know. Weird. Why do they even say anything? I know, right? And then part of me thinks, well, maybe maybe what they meant is, because there's always all those rumors about um, a Batman Beyond series that they or show a movie they want to make. Yeah, and he would be the perfect <clears throat> candidate for that. Yeah, and I think that's maybe what they're setting up with. If you do that in The Flash and you've got an old Batman, then you can you can kind of do that Batman beyond with him and he's age appropriate and, and mm-hmm. it would make sense with the Ben Affleck thing. I don't understand. I, I don't know what that's about or it just seems yeah, like they're trying to do tales from the Batman in a way, but, uh, and they're trying to definitely establish this multi multiverse, especially with the flash movie. Um, yeah. but then the other news that came out from that flash movie is, uh, I don't know if you've heard anything about Ray Fisher and what he, uh, Cyborg and what what had been going on with him. With uh... mm-hmm. so I guess when they shot the original film, he was fine with it. When they came back to do the reshoots, he and Josh Whedon and Jeff Johns just did not get along to the point where it only t- it only maybe I would say a couple of months ago did he say that he felt abused on the set by Josh Whedon and Jeff Johns. And so he said that he made that comment and that was, that made press. Then Warner brothers did that thing where they launched an investigation. And then the investigation was over. And apparently they talked to everyone, including because Gal Gadal talked about that. She had spoken 
about it. Nobody really was talking about it, except the only person who could confirm that there was some sort of strife on that set was um, uh, Aquaman. And so then uh, uh, Cyborg guy kind of came out and said he wasn't happy with the way the investigation was run and that the person who was in charge of it or suppressed it is the executive who was the one that catered to Josh Whedon and to, um, and to uh, uh, Jeff Johns. And next thing you know, he, Ray uh, Cyborg is no longer going to be in the flash movie. <laughs> like that was, yeah. that was just announced. He was fired off of that. So he's uh, there's, I don't really understand it. What had happened? Like there was, some rumors were about he was he was yelled at to yell booyah and he didn't want to yell that at one point and and they forced him to do it you know or that was one of the things that was said but he just said he was treated he wasn't treated very well and well I don't think anybody should not be treated well but I also think that if you're an actor hired to play cyborg you should expect to yell booyah yeah yeah <laughs> I know, right? yeah that's what I, that's what I thought too when I first heard you know, that. again I do not uh, do not condone abuse uh, you know even in in language you know but um but yeah booyah is kind of like his catchphrase so yeah yeah well and then the other thing he was talking about was he he was he was talking all of this stuff about Josh Whedon and saying that you know he was angry about not being part of the Avengers anymore and he took it out on us like that was the kind of the oh so I don't know I I mean who knows who knows what what the real yeah, truth is. I mean, I'm I'm certainly not the person that scours for for Hollywood drama like that. Um, but I don't I don't know. Maybe you know this more more than I do. I don't remember ever hearing people talk bad about Joss Whedon on no. set. No, never. This and was he's the worked first with time. Yeah. Tons of people. You know, there were plenty of opportunities way before he was at like Marvel and DC level, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing too is like he, he was Jeff, uh, Ray Stevens, uh, I forget his name. I think it's Ray Steven. Uh, oh, excuse me. Um, he kept talking about how Jeff Johns was treated like, you know, everybody like royalty, but. In a way, he is comic book. Not that he, he deserves to treat anyone badly, but he is comic book royalty in terms of the fact that he's the one that that's created so much of what DC Universe yeah. is right now, um, or or was at some at some point. Hmm. So he is kind of an authority in DC. And and I I thought when I first heard that Jeff Johns was involved, I'm like, finally they've they found their Kevin Feige, you know, yeah. somebody who can be the one person. But even to have with, a through line, yeah. Yeah, but I guess that didn't really work out, and and because he's not really part of anything anymore. But well, yeah, I, just, obviously, I don't know Ray, and I don't want to discredit him because I don't know. Obviously, I have no idea what could have possibly happened on set. But I mean, it it just seems strange that no one else has ever come up with these complaints before and that doesn't mean that they're not true yeah, and, yeah. you know but but it seems <clears throat> interesting yeah i mean I don't, unless has, unless has he, he has he proven to be kind of like a hothead or anything or is that just i mean I, maybe I, on I, other projects I, I don't know i've heard certain like like he was working on a series now that he was dropped from because of this because it was a warner brothers series oh so that was the repercussions of, of like, you yeah. know, they, they said they were, cause what's his name was asking for punishment for something. I don't know for, for all of this, but, um, I never, I've never heard anything 
at all. Yeah, and I, I and the know. only reason I kept hearing this story is, uh, I, you know, I read comic book uh, resources all the time, uh, CBR, mm-hmm. it's called. And it just kept coming up on my feed. Like I just kept getting dinged yeah. with, you know, Ray, Ray, uh, Cyborg says this, you know, now Warner Brothers says this, like it was really going back and yeah. forth. Oh my gosh. Well, I, I do hope that whatever the truth is that it is found out, um, so that whoever was accused is either vindicated or punished, whichever is, yeah. is accurate. But like, what, what a strange story. I'm, I'm so sorry that even if, um, even if that's just how he was perceiving things, uh, you know, because we're yeah. all, we all take things differently. I'm sorry that that was his experience. You know, that's really too bad. No. And, uh, it, you know, it's, it's also weird too with one, you know, a lot of people have been Snyder cut, Snyder cut, Snyder cut, but now it's kind of finally died down a little bit. And I think, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what this Snyder cut could be. You know, what I heard after all the big deal they made that they're finishing it and, 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 uh, they filmed, uh, more footage. I think they said something like it was five minutes worth of footage that they shot for the new. Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe I mean, they had more, a lot still yeah, in they the have can. A lot. Yeah, yeah. They still have a lot, but it just sounded funny when they made a big deal that they're going to do reshoots. You think, Oh, they're That's adding funny. another 20 minutes or you know, or something like that. And, just to hear, like, you know, they added five minutes. You're like, really? That's that was that's what was missing from the film? Yeah. Five minutes? Well, you know? but again, there, again, there's probably a lot of stuff in the can yeah. that they could repurpose and reuse, especially when, I, I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? We'll, we'll see. We'll have to see. It, it, I mean, up to, for me, I, as, I, I'm, I'm interested. I was never really, that you know, I wasn't ever really, like, demanding that this cut happen, but I was when all this stuff was happening, you know, with, with, uh, we're getting all this and we're getting that. And I was like, Oh, it's kind of interesting. But I, I, with, yeah, all, with the way, with the way Wonder Woman came out, like my excitement level has gone down a little bit, I think, you know? Yeah. I was never excited about it because let's be honest, Zack Snyder, uh, has not, I think, uh, been super successful in, in, making me love his most recent films. Yeah. Uh, not that he yeah. has not been super successful in making lots of people love his recent films, but me personally, not the hugest fans of his work. Now I liked when 300 first came out. I thought it was great. And then I felt like he's just been recycling that over and over. And it all looks the same because that's his style. And I get it. I'm not even trying to like, you know, dunk on him for that or anything it just seems heavy and whatever to me so we'll see i'm still curious i want to see it but it's not like i'm excited it could come out 20 years from now and i'll be fine i don't yeah and i you know and i i like the watchman movie but that's the series the new series that had come out which is oh no yeah the series is great i made me like kind of look back at that movie and look at missed opportunities you know the Watchmen film was one of those things where I wanted to like it so much. I kind of tricked myself into thinking that I liked it more than I did. Yeah. And then as time went on and I let that fade and rewatched it, I'm like, actually, I don't think I like this very much at all. And really, <laughs> I think I have a lot of problems with it. Yeah. I felt that way about so, Sucker Punch. I, I thought I yeah, liked that Yeah, I did the same thing time. with Sucker Punch. Yeah. And, yes. And now that, you know, when you go back and watch it again, 
It's not one that I that I say, oh, it's Sucker Punches on. I've got to watch it. Like, no. You know? And I really enjoyed it at first. It was very like, I don't know. I, again, it might have been me whipping myself up into a, you know, yeah. a, a tizzy being like, oh, how fun. And yes, and let's do it. And now I'm like, oh, baby, no. What is yeah. he doing? <laughs> I know. No. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Watchmen was definitely one of those for me. But the show is phenomenal. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't even want a second season. That's how good the season was. Right. Like, I don't uh, want yeah, to. I don't even know what they would do, but to tinker with it. So good. So good. So p- speaking of other TV shows, though, that were good, um, I watched season four of Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. That mm-hmm. was um, actually, I think, a return to uh, some of the earlier seasons of it were really good. I didn't like the last season so much. So season four, season three, I didn't like so much. Season three, really strong, really loved it. They deal with the eldritch horrors. They deal with... Um, they actually tie in the old Sabrina show and some of the actors. And so like, that was really fun to see. Hmm. Not the hugest fan of like the very last scene of how they end things. And I don't want to spoil it because it did just come out, you know, like a week or so ago. So yeah. it's a little fresh, <clears throat> but not super like on board with the very, very last scene, but not mad at it. I'm just kind of like, well, that seems a little convenient, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, whatever. Um, but, yeah, overall, I highly recommend that show in general. It's a lot of fun if you like, you know, TV horror, <laughs> <laughs> cheesy CW style horror. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what else was good? Um, I'm in the middle of watching The Stand on ABC All Access. That is an ongoing series right now, so I'm on? up to date. That's that's that started the stand. I didn't even know that. Yeah, was... it's like th- four episodes in, I think already. Three or oh, four wow. episodes in. Oh, yeah. I've got a, I've got a, because I, I was, I haven't heard anything about it. Like I haven't even heard anyone talking about it. Like I was. Yeah. What? Because nobody good? has CBS All Access or ABC All Access. <laughs> oh no, C- yeah, no, CBS, right? Oh, it's, it's CBS, yeah, CBS, yeah, CBS. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to see that. So is it, it it is good? It's, it's, uh. It's good. I think that, um, I, first of all, I never read the book. So I am only basing my opinions off of the the film version itself. So I I can't speak to how it is versus the book. And I have not seen the other version, that 90s version. In like oh, a the decade TV at series, least. yeah, yeah which I like. When I first saw that, I thought it was really good. You know, I it was always, okay. I think yeah. I don't like this story overall like that much. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I think that there's a specific character in almost every Stephen King, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> that kind of turns me off to some of his stories. And one of the ones uh, that he he likes to recycle is kind of that. Um, uh, quasi incel kind of uh, character, and in in the stand, it's the character that like thinks that he loves the girl and that the girl uh, should love him, yeah, but yeah. doesn't. And so yeah, he did he, that in the uh, the other yeah. the other movie, the uh, the bubble uh, the bubble movie. Well, <laughs> I read the book yeah. and I can't think of the name of the movie where where dome, the dome. Yeah, uh, he did the same thing in that one too. Yeah. He, get it that's a real thing that happens to people and these are real people that have these emotions but yeah it's not always fun to watch because i'm just like yeah. do we have to watch this guy lose his shit again you know <laughs> yeah yeah but i like it i like james marston Whoopi goldberg is great um 
she actually looks old <laughs> for the first time. Yeah, I saw time, pictures of her. I yeah. think. Yeah. Well, in the um, original, I, I just remember Rob Lowe was in it, and uh, yep, some, and he was this the Molly Ringwald. The, yeah, Molly Ringwald. Rob Lowe. I forgot who else was in it, but yeah, I I do remember liking that one a lot. Like I don't. Uh, yeah. Matt Fewer was in it. Max Hedrum. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'll have to take a look. I didn't even know this had started. Wow, the advertising yeah. for me, I, that's really. It bypassed me, and you would think, uh, you know, you would think I would have heard about it. Well, I really only re- realized that it was on because Star Trek Discovery season three ended, which was oh, also yeah. very good. Um, yeah, yeah. Really, really good. Enjoy that show so much. That's a Brian Fuller um, show, mm. and uh, totally fun. Totally fun. Love what they do with it. And then, yeah, so The Stand was kind of like just the next thing on CBS. And once this show wraps up, we'll switch subscriptions to something else. We might pick back up like Hulu or something. Or well, oh, actually, know, we might do Apple Plus because the Servant season was, two is coming yeah, out. Yeah, I was about to say that. I just saw a trailer for the Servant. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what we'll do. We'll probably pick that one back up. Because that's a show that I would have thought. I don't. I don't know where you go after season yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, season so. one. Yeah. Was weird and didn't end in a satisfactory way as far as like, I'm curious what they do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I want more to see what happens, but I don't know what that would be. So you had mentioned to me earlier that you really loved something else that I fell asleep through, through no fault of the movie. I just, we happened to start it on a night I was really tired, but I really need to go back and rewatch the movie Soul. You had said you really enjoyed it and your kids did too, right? Yeah, my my son did. My daughter, who's four, it was. I think it was definitely a little more adult for her. Like mm. the aspects of it were good, but then she kind of was into wanted to do something else. But Xavier really liked it. I thought it was really well done for for a Pixar film. Um, nice. It definitely had a lot of a lot of older themes, um, and and it definitely plays into the artists. Anybody who's who's oh, it plays it to anybody feeling anything really. But yeah. but there there was a particular thing about you know uh, when you're when you're somebody who wants to be in the arts and just some uh just just thing if things don't work out it's interest it was interesting like I'll I'll just say that so yeah definitely take a watch you know what else that we what I did see the two I forgot to mention before was that Pedro Pascal was in that was that he was actually <laughs> and he was actually really good and sorry I was thinking about the name I mentioned last time um oh. <laughs> was the sequel to <laughs> was the sequel to um um Shark Boy and Lava Girl uh, called Oh yeah you did say that that was good. Yeah, We Can Be Heroes it's called it's on Netflix. It's not a direct sequel. It just takes place in that world and the played by different actors shark girl and lava boy are in the movie but as adults um uh but it's uh, it was a really fun it reminded me of spike the first spy kids like it was just a lot of fun um and my kids loved it like they they wanted to we watched it twice um and that's for a live action film that's you know that's pretty high praise because usually it's animated films that get watched the most Mm -hmm. over and over again besides uh um the greatest showman, which I think was the only other one, but um, yeah, they loved, uh, they loved this film. So it's on Netflix. Um, and I think they're working, they're going to be working on a sequel. So it was a success uh, for Robert Rodriguez. Oh, well, cool. Always happy to hear him 
doing well and succeeding. Soft spot in my heart forever for Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah. He's the, he's the one that brought music to baby Yoda. I don't know if you saw that viral clip of Robert Rodriguez playing guitar on the no. set of the Mandalorian oh, how and cute. baby Yoda's kind of bopping his head and shaking his ears. <laughs> That's so, so sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I watched that short film, Canvas, that's on Netflix. That was only like 10 minutes, but that was really good. Um, And then Soul, you know, there was one thing I wanted to mention about Soul. Um, I didn't get into the article because I hadn't finished the movie yet. But Mm -hmm. the headline actually made an interesting point where, like, hey, we're ready to have a Disney movie or an animated movie that doesn't turn a black-skinned character into a colorful character and Mm. there were there was like a picture of several different films that had done that or like turned them into something else entirely whether it be an animal or a different color like can can we please have (laughs) some characters stay dark skin through the whole film (laughs) you know that's that's a good point because the princess and the frog did the same thing yeah oh wow Yeah, and I was like, man, what a great point. Yes, please, let's do that. Um, I mean, it happens a lot. This movie is a little deceiving because it happens a lot faster that we we are. uh, He's not. He doesn't stay as that blob shaped. Oh, okay, okay. For the entire movie, I fell asleep while he was still blue. So, like I said, I haven't seen the whole movie, so I'm not gonna, you know, really comment too much on it. But I did think that headline was interesting. Yeah, because I didn't know I I really didn't know where this movie was going. So Mm -hmm. so they did they they do we do come back to him um Mm -hmm. sooner than I would have thought uh because of what they did but but yeah that's I mean it's a good point, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah it's an interesting point. Um let's see what else did we watch though? There was there was just so much that came out. Oh, another disappointing one, unfortunately, was Greenland, the Gerard Butler end oh. of the world action film. Yeah. Um, it, it's so funny because on YouTube, um, the algorithm is just hammering me with ads for it. And I'm like, number one, we already bought it because there was literally nothing else to watch. <laughs> so, you know, you got your money out of us. Um, but all of the reviews in those ads are so glowing. Like, this is what we've been waiting for. This is the movie, you know, that, that we've needed. And it's so good. And I'm like, oh my God, no, it's just all that there is. It's just so bad though. It was not good. It gave me that feeling that you get when you're watching a movie and like partway into it, you're like, was this funded by a religious organization? Uh, Cause this feels like it was funded by a religious organization. Yeah. <laughs> I hate, yeah. Like this one and, of those. Yeah. And once again, Gerard Butler playing someone who's just not likable, which I'm like, I'm so, I don't mind having anti-heroes or something, but like the whole, point is that you still have a charismatic character right like but his characters I feel like are all just awful and I don't think that that it that it was good I think it was bad and I really just if if anybody's waffling on whether or not to spend the money I would really just wait till it's free and then you know see if there's a riff tracks version (laughs) (laughs) wow yeah if you yeah. start recommending the Rift Tracks version, then yeah, there's not. Yeah. And that's the worst part. I'd too. watch it again for Rift Tracks. I would. <laughs> yeah, the worst part is when you download, like when you when you you give something a shot because 
you know, you think, okay, you know, I want to, I'd spend this much money anyway, right? In the movies, if I went. Yeah. And then you just. We justify that a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And then it just turns out to be, I own this now and I never want to see it again. I know. And then it skews your recommendations because it's like, oh, well, you purchased this. I'm like, well, no, but we didn't know. (laughs) Uh, Well, you know what I've been hearing a lot about? There's a, there's a, it's on Netflix. It's a, a French series. It's in, uh, it's in French, but, um, it's supposed to be really good. And it was like number three on Netflix. And I was surprised. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that they made a live action version of that because I knew the anime, um, which is. Uh, so it is connected. Yeah. It is the same character. It's okay. Just, but I uh, never watched the anime. Yeah. And they actually, I saw a trailer for a new version of the anime that they released. Mm. Uh, I, I guess just they remember the movie. intro being like Lupin the Third. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I probably know it more as a video game because it they released oh, it. Oh, that's so funny! During the day, for some reason, they took the animated, the original animated film, and they released it as a video game in uh, in the arcade, like a Dragon's Lair type game. But it really had no business being a Dragon's Lair game because it wasn't. It was a, just a movie, and with those <laughs> things added to it. But I remember you know, plopping my quarters into that machine, just trying it out because, you know, wow, it's an animated game. You know, I had no idea. But, and then until years later when I saw that it was an actual movie that I was playing. So so, That's so funny. Yeah. I mean, you could really go with anything, you know? So speaking of games, because we've been talking about film for a very long time and you Mm -hmm. just brought up video games and I, I need to plug something. I, played the intro to the new expansion on World of Warcraft and I did it on opening day um, which was actually the end of November so it's actually been a while um, so opening day I logged in um, Shadowlands is the name of it of the expansion and it's super cool something happens in the world of um, Warcraft that <laughs> the mm-hmm. Azeroth um, where basically you are kind of going into this mirror dimension afterlife type situation like the sky is broken and then you can see kind of into it and you're going different places and there's all these different factions and there's cool different things you can do and man I gotta say I was so into it and I've really one of the things that I want to work on this year is finding a balance for video games again um I have I don't do resolutions too much like personal resolutions I do more like art goals and like kind of like intentions for the year like that. Um, But I actually do want to include gaming in one of them because this past year I really felt like I didn't game hardly at all, except for that time when we were all stuck at home playing animal crossing. Right, right. That was all I was doing. (laughs) But other than that, I feel very much like I have games that I bought that I haven't even touched. And, uh, this World of Warcraft expansion is, it was so much fun for that six hours I played it, but I'm like, I have to figure out how I can manage this in my lifestyle now because I have so much going on between working full time, doing, I have like a little <laughs> art business at home, you yeah. know, doing videos and podcasts and still wanting to spend time with my love and, you know, mm-hmm. then also 
watching movies and playing video games. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Oh my God, how many hours are in a day? So um, I'm really trying to think of, okay, I need to use that as my reward system. I need to try and get myself in the habit of getting everything done that I need done for the day, maybe relaxing, you know, after dinner with like, a, normally our routine is like after dinner or during dinner, we'll sit down and watch something together. And then mm-hmm. the rest of the night is like, whatever. Um, but that rest of the night I need to be like, okay, well, no, I can do like an hour or two of video games. My problem is I will get really into something and like an hour or two is not enough for yeah. my goblin brain. So instead of being like, okay, my hour or two is up, I will stay up until 4 a.m. and then ruin myself for the next day. And mm-hmm. <laughs> So I'm really going to try very hard to strike up that balance because I haven't been playing like hardly anything this year. There's a lot out there that I want to play and there's a lot that I own that I haven't even opened. So that's, that's my entertainment intention for 2021. I have a lot of other ones that are more, you know, uh, (laughs) maybe more productive, but (laughs) I, well, I mean, one thing that uh, this whole, you know, my family, all agrees on is that you need to get on animal crossing <laughs> because oh. we need to get on your Island to see if you have pears or any fruit or anything that we don't have. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. I have all the fruits. Oh, I do need to log oh my in God. and really? send you stuff. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, I was fortunate definitely... enough to know somebody else who also gifted those things to me when I joined, you know? So oh. yes, wow. I will log back in and I will set you guys up with, a good spread of of stuff. Yeah, you just gotta let us on your island, and we'll just raid the place. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, nothing else is happening. <laughs> That's funny. I haven't logged in there in months. Oh my god. Yeah, we became, we fell into Animal Crossing, but also I've, uh, I I I should say I started playing, but really Xavier's finishing it off is um uh the Miles Morales game on PlayStation. And, oh uh, yeah. Oh really man, Matt Pat so just good. came out with a film theory that discusses it and I don't want to watch it because I don't want spoilers. Oh, okay. It's very hard for me not to watch it. Cause I'm like, Oh, I want to see. <laughs> yeah. Cause you know what? It's interesting is, is like the first one I really liked, but I also liked playing it. This one I'm, yeah. I'm finding I'm enjoying watching it, watching Xavier play. Cause it really is very much like a movie. Like there's just so much yeah. going on. Oh, uh, I need to get it. So I, I and you know, mean, yeah. But again, I don't want to sing. I know. I just, I just waste entire days. Just like, don't even talk to me for days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if, if I'm in a, in a video game mode, I'm like, this is all I'm doing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, well, I don't I, even want to take a shower. I just want to be a little gremlin in yeah. the corner <laughs> with my headphones. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I, I've been reading ready player uh, two. And uh, one of the things that this one's about is that basically even a more virtual reality headset thing. Yeah. And uh, I, for, for Christmas, I was, uh, I, I finally saved up enough money to, you know, I was trying, I was saving up money for the PS five and I had, I made a hard choice and we ended up getting uh, a second, uh, uh, a Nintendo switch, mm. but I still had some extra money cause I was still saving up for, yeah. for the uh, PlayStation. So I actually took the plunge and pre-ordered an, or ordered an Oculus, uh, two. Nice. Uh, Quest. And because they have two Star Wars games that, that 
when I read a review basically said I, that any Star Wars fan must own, which was the Vader game that they released. And also they have a, uh, a Batu game, which basically is like, you're going, you're, you're getting to experience the whole Batu Disney theme park. Um, and it's, it says it's so realistic and so, uh, so much like being there than like in terms of getting on the rides and such like that, like, cause, but it's, but it's also a story, mm-hmm. uh, for start. So I was like, okay, I had that, those, those two things are enough. But then I also saw that they also do that fun thing where, um, you can watch a movie in a movie theater in, on Oculus. Like it, like you can. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So you can watch a different. So, uh, so definitely. And it was, the price was, was way down than it's, it's like 299, which was, yeah, um, didn't it used to be like four or something? Think, yeah, or something even more. I think this is yeah. like a... Uh, like the Slim, like yeah. the PlayStation Slim or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like it's a sick, because it's 60, only 64 gig, but at the same time, um, you know, that's, I mean, that's, that should be fine, I'm sure. But, uh, but, uh, but, uh, but I'm trying to do the same thing you are because Animal Crossing really took over our lives here. Yes. I think that's because of the pandemic and yes. uh, in a way that I didn't even think, you know, Oh my God. I was on it at all hours yeah. because I was only playing real time. I was not doing any time travel or anything. Yeah. Um, so I was like, no, I have to be up in the middle of the night for the tarantulas and the mm-hmm. islands and you get different stuff. And yeah, yeah. no. Uh-huh. Or you have to wait for for the, I had a meteor shower the other day and it was like I had a million stars were, were yeah. star fragments. And, yeah. And so. honestly, it was funny because one of my friends was like, no, we were talking about it. And she's like, yeah, no, I don't really need to play chores the game. And I'm yeah. like, oh my God, it is chores the game. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so much, you know what though? It's so much better because I used to play Sims. That is. Oh, I know. I agree. That is chores the game. That, like that is chores that the ridiculous. game. Ridiculous. At least the chores in Animal Crossing are fun. I don't yeah. have to manage how often I go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah, exactly. God. Exactly. <laughs> and it's it's kind of you know I don't I've never like like one thing that Jen noticed with my uh I don't think I have a style whatsoever, but she was so like enamored with my st- my style in the in the house that I set up. Like she's oh, like. Yeah. She's like, it's so, it looks so much like you. Like she kept saying, I feel like I don't have an identity, but I see, I see you and everything in that house and oh, even so the design. Fun. And I was like, really? I, it's not like I was even thinking about it. I was just like, yeah. oh, this is cool. Because even with the costumes, like I always have my character like wearing, you know, I would ne- never yeah, me. Something fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something fun. Or even I like, I, I, he was green for a little while. Like I completely <laughs> changed his pigmentation, you know, like, uh, uh, and there's so many great costumes uh, yeah. that they have. I even, and then the the last thing that I just did is is they were having that a fishing tournament, and I wanted to sell all these fish, so I just kept collecting them. I finally got enough for three rooms, so I I took a room and just put all the fish in there, and then I put a toilet in there. I said, oh, this is the bathroom, but now. <laughs> It's your bathroom aquarium. <laughs> yeah, everyone was so fascinated by it here that it's like, wow, that's so interesting looking that I now I had to keep it mm-hmm. like that. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I love it, and I really I do want to go start playing again because I want to I do want to time travel because there was so much stuff I missed like yeah. the Halloween stuff, the fall stuff. There's a bunch of mushroom stuff. Oh, the Christmas giveaway the Christmas and the Christmas stuff. Yeah, there's yeah. so much stuff that I missed. 
Um, and I want to experience all of that stuff. I love you can swim now. I mean, they've unlocked so many things. Oh, so you couldn't swim before, like when you were when you were on it, or? Um, I, they just started doing swimming. Really? Uh, oh, okay. When I stopped playing, yeah, that was oh, that was fine. part of an update. Yeah, because I mean, I think I make, you know, there. Everyone here in this house is always mad at me that I have so much money, but because I'm always like scouring the the oceans for like items and selling oh, them yeah. or I'm building I, stuff and selling them, you know, well, it's that's exactly how I am in like RPGs and stuff like open world RPGs. I am the person in fallout games and stuff where I'm just like, must check every corner, yep. must check every container, must check everything. I don't care if I'm mm-hmm. over encumbered and have to walk back to the, <laughs> yeah. To the town at half <laughs> speed. You know? Yeah, that's the one nice thing about Animal Crossing is they don't do. I mean, they your pockets get full, but it's not like Fallout where all of a sudden my guy is like literally crawling, you know, <laughs> back to the base. I know. Yes, yeah. and I did. I mean, I unlocked everything, and I I can um I can terraform now, but yeah. I haven't actually done anything with it. So my island is actually very boring. I feel like that's really the part of the game that I haven't played with and enjoyed yet. And I will when I get into it, but I haven't really like set up my Island and like moved the shape of things and made it. Yeah. I started doing that and I I started making a maze and then I I started making a through way through just through the mountain just to see, you know, and then, and also playing with the water and creating waterfalls. Yeah. 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 I did a little bit of that, but honestly the, the thing that I, I'm sorry that there are limits on are the inclines and bridges. Yes. Yeah. Um, I really wish that they would increase that limit. And I know it seems like there's plenty, like, why do you need any more? And it's like, yeah, but I love having like rivers everywhere. And I yeah. love having multiple inclines and, you know, different, different levels everywhere. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, yeah, I've kind of created that with the the tools thing, but you can do that, but then it costs money. Like you have to like raise all that money to yeah. to have bridges and inclines. Like no, but there's a limit. I have all of them that I can have. <laughs> oh really? And they stop you? They can't? You can't do it? Yeah, there's only the so many that you're allowed to have. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, and this is what I really need to do. And I know that there's there's different apps and different things that you can use, but mm-hmm. honestly, I just need to take out a piece of paper and draw my island the way that I want it because <laughs> I hadn't really planned it out. Yeah. I just kind of put things places. And so now I'm kind of like, okay, well now what do I really want it to look like? Cause it's not really in any, you know, order that I'm in love with. I just kind of have all my houses in a row in the back and, you know, whatever, but you know, what's funny is, is I, so I, when I got the new switch, I had to move off of it, off of, uh, Xavier's Island and create my own Island. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so uh, Xavier was left with Quinn and Jen, but then they also came to my island as well. So they have two characters, but Quinn and Quinn on, on, on Jen, on Xavier's Island, she's always just kind of leaving things all over the place. So, <laughs> so they're always compl- Jen and Xavier are always complaining about, you know, their evaluations that they get in the, you know, <laughs> because all these toys and things That's are all so laying funny. on. Oh yeah. Speaking of the evaluations. Oh my God. Everybody's been playing this game for so long. We're talking about it for the first time now. It's so I know. Funny. I know. But <laughs> speaking about those evaluations, it's, I kind of have a little bit of an issue because 
I don't, I didn't want a bunch of stuff everywhere on my island. Yeah. Like, yeah. I liked it just kind of being quaint and very naturey. And like, for the longest time, I didn't weed because I liked the look of yeah. all those little tufts of grass and flowers and stuff. I'm like, no, I don't want to weed. You know, I like them there. So, um, I wasn't getting very good evaluations. And finally I'm like, Oh, fine. I guess I got to do this. <laughs> and then I put out some different things and made some different stuff. And so I'm getting good evaluations, but it just, it kind of bummed me out that the game like wants to make you yeah. put stuff outside on the lawn. And I'm well, like, then yeah. people start leaving. Right. Like that was the other thing that, that uh, I had a few Islanders that were going to leave and I had to talk them into staying and it was because there weren't certain things on the island that they liked. Um, oh, I haven't, I haven't run into that. Yeah. So the uh, only time I had people leave was just because, I mean, I think <coughs> that's just something that randomly happens every once in a while where they're like, I've been kind of thinking about leaving. And I think it's just so that you can rotate and find which islanders you want. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you can only have so many. At least that's what I thought. Maybe it's because they didn't like my weeds. Yeah. I don't know if it's because of where I live, but I get a lot of like, tough guy animal like like blockhead you know uh <laughs> like oh, guys yeah. who like muscle muscle guys like yeah. you know like they just the, like one's a dog one's a panda you know they're like kind of tough funny. guys on the game so i don't know if that's just regional um um because of uh they're saying they're trying to make them like jersey kind of guys or something but <laughs> but it was just kind of no i have i have a couple tough guys too oh you do? okay <laughs> oh speaking of which what is your native fruit um, I think it's apples, actually. Yeah. Okay, bo- cool. Pretty boring. Then yeah. you can come and sell your apples at my island, and I will oh. come and sell my oranges at your island because oh, you'll, there you get, go. you'll get more money for them. Nice. Yeah, I, I actually, it took me a while to figure out how to grow coconuts on my island because yeah. I kept putting them on the dirt, and it was Jen that figured out to put the coconuts in in the sand. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bury them in the sand. So uh, yeah, and then I oh, I finally God. have cherries now too. So hey, I know nice. this is this is sad. Yeah, we this have is, to stop. This has <laughs> become the Animal Crossing podcast. Everybody is like, oh my God, I can't believe they're even talking about fruit in Animal Crossing right I know, now. I know. That's like day one stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, you know what was cool too is there's I found it on YouTube. So there's there's a a guy who who does a talk show on Animal Crossing, mm-hmm. and he he has a talk show set. And he has his character and he and it looks like the Tonight Show. Um, and then he was inviting people on and he's gotten some celebrities. Like the first one was Brie Larson mm-hmm. showed up in her with her character <laughs> and and was a guest on his talk show. You know, yeah. and then I guess there's been other people who they've had on the show who don't have Animal Crossing, but they just kind of made a character for them, you know, who were completely confused about what was going on. <laughs> But uh, but I thought that was a cool idea, you know what I mean? That it was unusual, but it was uh, fun. And and uh, Brie Larson is way into it, so we we don't have anything to feel bad about, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Oh no, I'm not embarrassed about it. I just feel like oh, people already know everything that we're talking about. (laughs) Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. We're like I'm like seven or eight months. It's late, late to the game. Yeah. But I mean, I did exactly. finish, I did finish the, the the general mission of the game. Like, there's nothing else I have to do on there, you know. Like the whole thing to get the dog to sing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah. Well, and that's um, that's what else was interesting. There was one other thing. So when you're, I don't remember if it was the um, attic or if it was the basement that was the last 
room to unlock, but it's such an exorbitant amount of money, whatever the yeah. last room is for your home. And I remember being like, is there any downside to me just like not paying this off? Like, <laughs> is yeah. he going to come and like take my room away? Cause it's already built, right? You're yeah. just paying it down. Um, well, but know, I, I you paid knew it. what the end was like, I didn't know there was an end to what you could do. Cause right now I've only, I only have three rooms. So I didn't know. Yeah, there isn't. So you have the three rooms on the on the ground floor, and then you're able to get an attic and a basement. But I forget which order oh, okay. they came oh, in. Wow. Like I think maybe I, the basement was first. I don't. I can't know. even imagine because I'm already. I owe seven hundred thousand dollars for this. Yeah, that's so many bills. A so bell, many yeah. bills. Yeah. I know, but I did. I paid it all off. I paid off my mortgage. I felt good. They threw me a party. But yeah. that was it, and I'm like. If I had saved all that, I i mean, I don't know what I would have spent it on, but. Yeah. Yeah. No, I well, would you could do what Xavier does, which is just buy, buy, buy. And then, and then I, he comes to me and I have to lend him money for, oh. <laughs> for paying his house and for, for buying other things that he oh, wants to get. So I guess it's training for the future. See, yeah. I buy a bunch of stuff, but then my inventory in my home gets full pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah. Because I hoard everything. Because I hoard a lot of de- decoration stuff. Yeah. No, I started selling a lot of things. All right, we we got to stop now because this is this is ridiculous. We could probably cut some of this down. You <laughs> no, are in charge no, of going, cutting some of this no, animal this crossing. Going, this is going fully in. This is the no. yeah because it, maybe we'll start getting uh, invitations and and uh, you know to yes, different islands. Invite us and stuff to your like islands. So anybody who needs oranges or. Yeah. What did you say you had apples? I have apples. I, well, apples I have apples. Oranges. I have cherries. I have everything. But yeah, still. I have coconuts. But if you need fruit, yeah. let us know. <laughs> yeah, I don't have pears. We need pears. <laughs> I'll give you pears. I have peaches. Nice. I have pears. Nice. That'll, and that'll then, help. What's the other thing? Is there yeah, I don't thing? know what the missing fruit is. I don't know what. What the? Uh, oh yeah, no, it was. I think that's yeah. It's apples, pears, um, peaches, coconuts, peaches, cherries, cherries. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's all. That's everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, uh, I think we've smashed so many cuts that yeah. uh, it was good to talk to about games tonight. It's been yeah. a long time since we've talked about games. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and the fact that I'm I'm need the even sad part is 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 we're talking about this and the first thing I'm probably going to do as soon as I log off is go log onto my Animal Crossing <laughs> and go work on a few things. So that's awesome. So there you go. All right. Well, it was good talking to you, and we will catch up soon. Yes. Goodbye, everybody. Be safe. Bye-bye.